This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of September 21, 2020. This week, MMWR published four reports. One describes the likely role of younger adults in the spread of COVID-19, and another describes characteristics of more than 100,000 healthcare workers in the U.S. with COVID-19. This week's issue also looked at contact tracing efforts in North Carolina and how Utah residents in more disadvantaged areas were more likely to be infected with COVID-19. A new MMWR report published this week highlighted why it's important for younger adults to protect themselves and slow the spread of COVID-19 to others. This includes protecting family and community members who are at higher risk for serious illness. Investigators found that adults in their 20s had the highest rate of COVID-19 infections from June through August. During this time, more than one out of every five confirmed infections occurred among adults in their 20s. In addition, increases among adults 20 to 39 years of age in the southern U.S. occurred 4 to 15 days before increases among adults 60 years and older. The 4 to 15 day lag to increases in older adults is approximately one to three incubation periods typical for transmission of SARS-CoV-2 from one person to another. Thus, young adults likely played a role in spreading COVID-19 in their communities, including to older adults. Everyone can take steps to protect themselves and slow the spread of COVID-19 to others. Wear a mask that covers your nose and mouth in public. Stay at least six feet from people who don't live with you and avoid in-person gatherings. Protecting healthcare workers at work, at home, and in the community continues to be a national priority. A report in this week's issue found that as of July 2020, more than 100,000 U.S. healthcare workers have been infected. Among 600 healthcare workers with COVID-19 who died, a higher percentage were male, 65 years or older, Asian or Black, compared to those who did not die. A vast majority of those who died had an underlying medical condition. This is similar to what we know about risk for death among all people with COVID-19. In a subset of six states with job setting and occupation available, Nursing and residential care facilities were the most commonly reported job setting, and nurses the most common occupation of healthcare workers with COVID-19. Healthcare workers are essential members of the nation's workforce, ensuring access to personal protective equipment and training, and practices such as universal use of face masks at work, wearing masks in the community, and observing social distancing remain critical strategies to protect healthcare workers and those they serve. Contact tracing has been used for decades by state and local health departments to slow or stop the spread of infectious diseases. Prompt testing, isolation of infected people, 
contact tracing, and self-quarantine of contacts can slow the spread of COVID-19. A report published this week highlighted the challenges of one state in conducting contact tracing. CDC and North Carolina state and county health departments analyzed contact tracing data from two counties. In metropolitan Mecklenburg County, where Charlotte is, only half of people with COVID-19 reported contacts, and almost one out of four of these contacts were not reached. In rural Randolph County, two out of three people with COVID-19 reported contacts, and about half were not reached. On average, it took about six days from collecting specimens from the initial case to identifying their contacts. Despite the aggressive efforts of health department staff, many people with COVID-19 did not report contacts, and many contacts were not reached. These findings highlight the timeliness of contact tracing, community engagement to encourage participation and cooperation with contact tracing, and community-wide strategies to reduce transmission are needed to slow the spread of COVID-19. Another report published this week found that people living in areas of Utah with lower average incomes, higher rates of unemployment, and other challenges such as lack of health insurance, food insecurity, and higher density housing were three times more likely to get COVID-19 than people in less disadvantaged areas. In light of these findings, local authorities should target strategies to reduce COVID-19 spread in more disadvantaged areas. Useful interventions might include increasing testing availability and access, contact tracing, isolation options, and preventive medical care and disease management in more disadvantaged areas. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO. 